0: interrupt your Super Bowl water cooler talk. Talk about the NBA and the seven games that are going to help you win some money tonight. Welcome to the Sportsline DFS podcast. Once again, filling in for Heath Cummings. I am Adam Azer. Once again, joined by Mike McClure who picked the Eagles to win and picked Corey Clement as one of his favorite punts. So way to go, Mike McClure. I hope uh, it was a profitable Super Bowl Sunday for you.
1: I was especially since the uh, Philadelphia Eagles won. That was very fun for me to see Tom Brady lose the Super Bowl. Oh,
0: come on. What's I up respect, with that? I respect
1: I respect Tom Brady. He is truly the GOAT when it comes to quarterbacking in the NFL. But it was nice to see the Patriots not win the Super Bowl.
0: Who are what a fan what team are you a fan of? The Chiefs?
1: I am i yeah, I'm a Kansas City Chiefs fan. Um, but just a little tired of the Patriots and their dominance. Uh, and you know, I will acknowledge that it has been dominance. The, you know, they're a very good team. Uh, I do believe Brady is the best quarterback currently in the game and to ever play the game. I believe Belichick is the best coach. Uh, so I'm just but happy we hate that them. they didn't win. But, but we hate
0: them. But Everybody hates them. It's okay. It's okay. Yeah. They've earned it. That's, that's what happens when you're great. People hate the Yankees. They hated the Lakers. They hate the Patriots. That's what happens. It's the price of being great and winning all the time. Nobody likes you except for your fans. Uh, that said, yes, I mean, I can see how we would be a little sick of the Patriots being in the Super Bowl. But, man, every Super Bowl they play in is a fun game. So that was awesome last night. And uh, just we'll, we'll recap, you know, that because we, we did give DFS lineups out. My kicker stack wasn't I, – I don't think it was the kickers that killed me. But on that team, I had Tom Brady in my, in, on FanDuel in my, uh, double flex spot. And that was great. But I also had Deion Lewis and Brandon Cooks. So suffice to say, that lineup did not, did not win. I did cash on DraftKings. I had Brady, Gronk, uh, LeGarrett Blunt, Deion Lewis, uh, Nigel Bradham and, oh, Corey Graham. Corey Graham might have gotten me, uh, might have gotten me the win late there. I don't, not sure. But, yeah, I don't know. How was it for you?
1: Uh, Yeah, it was good in the lineups that I didn't have any Dion Lewis. Uh, Having Nick Foles was key, especially on Fandle if you had him in the 2X spot. Uh, And then having, you know, Gronkowski was key. If, you know, if you punted with Clement, those lineups were really good. Um, You know, I didn't win a ton of money in the DFS slate on that. Uh, But overall, it was pretty good. Uh, If you faded, you know, if you're able to fade Dion Lewis and then, Brandon Cooks, you know, that's just unfortunate there. He got knocked out in the first quarter with a yeah. concussion. Um, that, that really changed the game quite a bit for the Patriots. I think that's really not t- being talked about enough right now. Yeah. How much different that made that game.
0: I thought Cooks had a great matchup. The Eagles secondary, they seemed a little vulnerable to, to, you know, big plays lately. And, um, I didn't think they could really cover Brandon Cooks and i I'm, I feel pretty confident that he would have had a big game since Tom Brady threw for more than 500 yards so that was a disappointing for there's nothing you can do about that uh Friday night though I will say this NBA I played the lineup that Mike McClure gives out on sportsline.com I finished 50th in a 50 50 out of 100. And we cashed, baby. <laughs> yeah. That's right. So, Double up that money. Good stuff. Uh just made the cut. All right, let's get into today's action. Give me a must play for the seven games on Monday night in the NBA. Or give me, if you want, give me two since you're filling in for Heath.
1: All right. No, must play number one is going to be Bradley Beal. Uh, he's gonna to continue to dominate the usage uh with John Wall out. Uh we you know we've seen that really in the last few games and pretty much any time in his career when John Wall's been out. Uh, so I'm projecting close to 35% usage here. He's going to score at least 1.1, maybe 1.2 fantasy points per minute, giving him a very high floor. Uh, so Bradley Beal is the guy that I, I think is the must-play. Uh, the price point isn't super attractive, but it's really not all that ridiculous at 8400 So must-play number one, Bradley Beal. Must-play number two for me, uh, I'm going to stick at the same position as Drew Holiday. Uh, we gave him out as a must-play the other night. Wasn't great. You know, it was a tough matchup, uh, especially then the other night against Jimmy Butler. He played pretty well in a tough matchup. Today he's got Utah, which is a big pace down game. Um, they're also throwing Nikola Miritich in the mix for New Orleans, who is taking away some usage. But the usage level is still high enough for me there that I think Drew Holiday makes a ton of sense at shooting guard, especially because two of the other shooting guards on the slate are questionable to play in tonight's game. Uh, so it makes a lot of sense to uh, lock in Drew Holiday here, who I think is going to bounce back. And I think that because of the matchup with Utah, this is a pretty fair price point on him at 7300 on FanDuel.
0: And Holiday is 7200 on DraftKings, so you can put him at your as your point guard there and Beal as your shooting guard. Beal is the fourth most expensive player on DraftKings. He's closer to like the 10th most expensive on FanDuel. Does that matter to you?
1: Uh, yes, it does. I'm certainly prioritizing him on FanDuel. Uh, I, I will have him on DraftKings in some lineups, but he's not nearly as much of a must-play status on DraftKings. Uh, FanDuel, he certainly is simply because if you look at the roster construction, you have to use two shooting guards. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that, that's really, you know, and then obviously, of course, the price savings.
0: Stay uh, away! So locking him oh, in sorry.
1: on FanDuel, not staying away on DraftKings, but li- like it there.
0: Right. Now that's, um, that's uh, Bradley Bill. Let's go to your stay-aways, Mike. Go ahead.
1: All right, stay away of the day. Probably going to be Andre Drummond. You know, we've talked about Andre Drummond as someone we want to stay away from till the price point falls. Now that he's got Blake Griffin in town for the Pistons, uh, that didn't really work out well. If you avoided Andre Drummond in the last game uh, against the Miami Heat, he still managed sixty-six point five fantasy points. Uh, had another twenty-twenty game, his second twenty-twenty game in the last three. Uh, I'm not projecting that to happen again here. The, the pace of play is not great for him against Portland. And I really still think that uh, Blake Griffin's going to eat into the usage quite a bit. But the real reason is if you look at, you know, you mentioned Beal was like the fourth most expensive player on DraftKings. If you look, especially on FanDuel, where you have to roster a center, all of the top plays on the slate are centers. Um, yeah. And, and I think that Drummond is the guy that I'm least likely to pay for, so I'm going to be avoiding Andre Drummond tonight.
0: Yes, the three most expensive players on FanDuel are Anthony Davis, who's now a center. Uh Andre Drummond and Nikola Jokic. On DraftKings, the three most expensive players are are Damon are Davis, Drummond, then Lillard, and uh Jokic is fourth is fifth most expensive. Uh yeah. So uh or sixth most, excuse me. So yeah, okay. So it's a good point. So you gotta pay up for a center if you want one of the and then there's Dwight Howard's pretty expensive too. If you want an elite one, you got to pay up and you don't really want Andre Drummond. Okay. And, and yeah, should we talk about Anthony Davis being center now on, uh, on fan, on FanDuel?
1: Yeah, I think that's pretty significant. It, it's more significant if, uh, you know, Demarcus Cousins was returning since Cousins was also a center, but we know he's going to be out for the season here. Uh, but it is significant on tonight's slate because I really kind of wanted to play, uh, Anthony Davis at power forward and one of these centers because, you know, we mentioned they're the most expensive. They're also at the top of my, projections here uh, so yeah it's pretty significant I think that Anthony Davis is still a near must play he isn't my, obviously wasn't one of my top two must plays of the day uh, but he's still in a really good spot here um, yeah but it's it's tough tonight because center is by far the deepest position especially on FanDuel because of the requirements
0: okay Mike so you said uh, that these centers are among your top scorers who is your top scorer for tonight your projected top scorer
1: uh, projected top overall score is Anthony Davis at this time.
0: Okay. Yep. Top score at each position. We know what it is at center. How about at point guard?
1: Uh, point guard, it is Damian Lillard. Okay. Uh, in the matchup with Detroit, just pretty comfortably still beats Kemba Walker, but Kemba Walker would be number two.
0: Okay. And those are the two most expensive, uh, in both, on both FanDuel and DraftKings. How about shooting guard?
1: Shooting guard, Bradley Beal, must-play of the day, is the number one projected shooting guard, even though he is $900 cheaper than Victor Oladipo.
0: Small forward.
1: Uh, Small forward is where it gets tough, because Harrison Barnes is a game-time decision. Um, And right now, it it is Otto Porter Jr., but who is also the most expensive on FanDuel. But one thing I want to point out is there are a number of injuries for Indianapolis. You've got uh, Victor Oladipo, who is questionable, Darren Collison questionable. Miles Turner questionable. And Glenn Robinson the third is also questionable. If all those guys happen to be out, Lance Stevenson might be the top projected small forward on the slate, even though he's only $4,400. Oh wow. Okay. Uh, so he's something that we're going to want to keep an eye on. Uh, I'm comfortable playing him already anyway, but that, you know, we'll, we'll get to that in a minute when we get to the games and the other positions. Uh, so right now it is Otto Porter Jr. for the top projected spot. But because Harrison Barnes is questionable for Dallas, who's the second most expensive player. But just know that because of the injuries, we're looking at a spot where at small forward, the highest projected player in my model could be a $4,400 player.
0: Wow. Okay, yeah, small forward's not not so hot today. Power forward, like I said, we know center's Anthony Davis. Who's your highest projected power forward? Our Aaron Gordon is out tonight.
1: Uh, yeah, so Blake Griffin is pretty clearly the highest projected player there. But I will say Nikola Miritich is close on his heels, a lot closer than you would expect. Uh, you know, people see you see that seventy five hundred dollar price tag for Miritich and think yeah, that's kind of gross. But he came in and immediately had big minutes and big usage for the New Orleans Pelicans. And I expect that to continue tonight. Uh, he played thirty five minutes against the Minnesota Timberwolves in his debut for the Pelicans, uh, scored forty eight point four Fanduel points. And I think he could have a similar opportunity tonight. Uh, so he's definitely the second guy. Uh, but, but, you know, in terms of raw fantasy point projections, uh, Blake Griffin is the guy at Power Forward.
0: We're going to get into the news and the games in just a second. But listen up, sports fans, fantasy sports fans. Did you know that your chances of winning on draft are 80% better than on salary cap sites? That's why draft is my favorite fantasy site. No more getting crushed by the pros. And, look, it's not just me. More than one million people. I've already downloaded the Draft app. I've had it for for a while now, probably for a couple of years. I've been playing football, basketball, baseball on it. Uh I beat Mike in the head to head that we did on the air. That was awesome, but but I lost to a listener. So there's that. Um and yeah, it's really fun cuz you get to do snake drafts. You can compete in in, you know, just a head to head one one on one or you can get more people in there and go a little bit deeper into the player pool. Uh there are different types of contests you can do. It's awesome. But you get to do snake drafts and you get to play daily. So that's like the best of both worlds. Also, we're giving away some free games to use the, uh, the code SPORTSLINE, okay? All new players get a free entry into a real money draft when you make your first deposit and you use the code SPORTSLINE. A real money draft for free with the promo code SPORTSLINE. It gets even better. Listen to this. Draft is so sure you're gonna love it that they're even offering the SportsLINE DFS podcast listeners a money back guarantee up to a hundred bucks. So search Draft in your app store. Or go to Draft.com and come play for free right now with the promo code SPORTSLINE. All right, Search for Draft. Use the promo code SPORTSLINE. What are the big news and notes we need to know about other than uh, what you talked about with Lance Stevenson, with Oladipo Collison, Miles Turner, Glenn Robinson? Uh, questionable. So what what do you got for us?
1: Yeah, there's a lot to sort through tonight. Definitely a night where you're going to want to follow me on Twitter at Mike5754. You're going to want to go over to SPORTSLINE and, and really get some of my last-minute Pieces of information and lineups there. Uh, the big news, like you mentioned, we'll go ahead and start with the Pacers. Uh, it's Victor Oladipo, Darren Collison, Miles Turner, and Glenn Robinson, all questionable. It's worth noting that it was just Miles Turner and Glenn Robinson who were questionable to start today. And Victor Oladipo and Darren, and, uh, and Darren Collison were added to the injury report this morning. Uh, so that's not typically a good thing when those guys get added to the injury report this morning. Uh, but that has a ton of significance for the slate because we're going to be looking at guys like Lance Stevenson. And then Corey Joseph, of course, especially if either Oladipo or Collison or both are out, uh, would become a must play. So we're, we're going to talk about that game pretty heavily here in a minute. Uh, Evan Turner, Shabazz Napier, both questionable for the Blazers. That's interesting because usually when Evan Turner is questionable or out, the guy that gets the biggest bump is Shabazz Napier. Uh, but they're both questionable in this spot. So there's a lot that we're going to have to sort through, you know, there for the Blazers. Aaron Gordon, already been ruled out for the Orlando Magic. Luke Kennard, questionable for the Pistons. Not a ton of real significance there tonight. Uh, now that some of the Detroit guys are really getting into the lineup after that big trade. Uh, Hassan Whiteside missed the last game. He is expected to play tonight. But it is something that we should keep an eye on because he may, you know, he may not get to play a full allotment of minutes. Uh, Donovan Mitchell, questionable. Rodney Hood, probable. So one thing over the last month we've really seen is Hood's been out a lot, and that's really helped Mitchell. Now Hood is for sure going to play. He's been upgraded to probable. But Donovan Mitchell is questionable, and, and that would be pretty significant because it would help Rodney Hood have some good more minutes, more usage, and it would just further make Ricky Rubio a good play, who who's already a good play. Uh, Marvin Williams, questionable, has been downgraded to doubtful for the Hornets. Uh, what that really does there is it really just kind of helps secure Dwight Howard and lock him in for 35 minutes. Uh, Lori Markin and Chris Dunn and Cameron Payne out for the Bulls. Uh, we talked about Nikola Miritich has been traded away. So what this really does is open up a ton of opportunity for Bobby Portis, a little bit for Robin Lopez and Denzel Valentine. The big news here, also, the Sacramento Kings. The entire team is questionable once again. <laughs> uh, every night we talk about this. Garrett Temple, Zach Randolph, Costa Kufos, Vince Carter, and George Hill are all questionable for the Kings. Uh, and what that does, it's going to make a guy like De'Aaron Fox a better play. Uh, Willie Cauley-Stein is going to play. He's healthy. So, you know, if Kufos and Randolph are both out, that upgrades him. Uh, but really where our interest is going to be tonight is probably in De'Aaron Fox. For the Clippers, Jawan Evans, Austin Rivers, and CJ Williams all remain out. Uh, that kind of helps the guards a little bit, but they're another team that's finally getting healthy, and you know, they've had the, uh, the big trade, and those guys are starting to play, so not a huge, not a ton of value there. And Harrison Barnes, questionable for the Mavericks. That would change some things, certainly, because of the usage and minutes that he plays. Uh, I tend to think he's probably still gonna play, but we'll, we'll talk about that one here in a minute. Alright, let's and get that, right into it. That's in. really all we got for entry news. Oh, it's a lot though.
0: It really yeah. is a lot. Um let's get into the games and let's preview the games and, and try to, you know, come up with the, uh, the starting points for lineups. Right now I've got Bradley Beale, Drew Holiday, and Anthony Davis. Uh, and there's the, no cheap players there, so we'll see if we can pull that off. Do you think we can pull that off with Beal, Holiday and Anthony Davis? As a start?
1: Uh yeah, I definitely I definitely think we can. Yep. Okay.
0: And on DraftKings we could take Beal out of the lineup because he is a lot more expensive there, but on FanDuel, he's an absolute must play. So the first game we'll talk about is Charlotte at Denver. Denver a five and a half point favorite. Highest total of the night, two nineteen. Charlotte at Denver.
1: Yeah, this one's interesting. Uh I, I just got some injury news as we just finished reading that. Uh Wilson Chandler and Darrell Arthur are both questionable for Denver. Uh Darrell Arthur's a guy that had been kind of plugged into the starting lineup with Mason Plumley out. Uh Wilson Chandler is a guy that, you know, has been starting and playing some big minutes. So those are significant. I don't think both of them sit, but it is something that's going to free up some more minutes. And who that's really going to help is guys like Will Barton, Gary Harris. Uh Trey Lyles is going to get some bump. Nikola Jokic will get a little bump. Uh but where I'm focused primarily in this game is on Nikola Jokic. And I think that he's someone that you know, you're definitely looking at playing him on DraftKings as opposed to FanDuel. You know, on paper, in terms of defense-first position, this is the worst matchup in the NBA, as the Charlotte Hornets rank number one against the center position. But Jokic is simply still too cheap for me on on DraftKings. You know, he's only $100 more than Dwight Howard. He, you know, he has legit triple-double threat. Like every time he takes the floor here, he contributes in every category. Uh, just a few games ago, he had a nice 76 point fantasy point night against the, uh, Oklahoma City Thunder. And that, that projects as a pretty similar matchup to what he'll, he will see tonight. Uh, so I like Jokic. I, you know, he's one of my top projected scorers. I don't see any way that I can play him on FanDuel because Anthony Davis is a center now. Uh, so he's someone that I'll be looking to play pretty much only on DraftKings tonight.
0: In addition to Anthony Davis.
1: Uh, probably. I Anthony Davis is close. Like I, Anthony Davis, because he's a center, I kind of prefer him on Fanduel to DraftKings. I, I will certainly use him in some DraftKings lineups, but I don't know that he's an absolute must play on DraftKings tonight. Okay. Because you can lock in a guy like Jokic who, at, at a pretty significant discount, where the discount isn't quite as significant on Fanduel.
0: All right, all right. So I took Davis out of my DraftKings lineup and put in Jokic, and uh, I do not have Jokic on on Fanduel. Uh, Next game, Mike?
1: Uh, Yeah, next game. The only thing I want to mention there is just like, yeah, it's for Denver. It's, you know, we'll get some news and we might be more interested in Barton. But right now it's Jokic and really just a DraftKings play. Uh, Otherwise, you can play Barton and Gary Harrison tournaments.
0: All right, Utah is at New Orleans, and New Orleans is a one-point favorite, and the total is 215.5. Utah at New Orleans.
1: Yeah, so this game is one that you're definitely going to want to target. Uh, usually we kind of avoid the Utah Jazz in matchups with them just because they're pretty good in terms of defensive efficiency. They're also one of the teams that plays with one of the slowest paces in the NBA. Uh, but you see this total here at 215, And what that tells you is everyone's kind of expecting the new Orleans Pelicans to still really dictate the pace of this game because we're used to seeing totals of only around 200 women, the jazz play. Uh, so we're going to be targeting guys on both sides of the ball. We already gave you drew holiday as one of the must plays. We know that we love Anthony Davis, uh, Nikola Miritich, I think he's a little expensive on FanDuel, which makes him a great tournament play there. But I think he's a very fair price on DraftKings at $5,800. Uh, I think Miritich is someone you probably are almost locking into lineups on DraftKings at this point, assuming that he's going to play the same kind of minutes that he did in the opener. And, and based on the matchup with Utah, I don't see why he wouldn't. Okay. Now, from the Utah side of the ball... It really kind of depends on what happens with Donovan Mitchell. If he's ruled out, we absolutely need exposure to Utah, but even if he's not, Ricky Rubio is someone that it's going to be kind of hard to ignore him. I know his price is creeping up to 7000 on FanDuel, but he is, you know, obviously because he's played very well recently. But this is a very good matchup. The Jazz, I mean, the uh, the Pelicans ranking the bottom third in the NBA in defensive efficiency to the point guard position. This is a big pace-up spot for Rubio. Uh He hasn't scored less than 40 fantasy points in each of his last three games, and two of those three were against the Spurs and the Warriors. Uh, so I, I like Ricky Rubio a lot. I think he's probably the best way to get exposure to the Utah Jazz tonight.
0: Okay. Dallas is at the Clippers. Clippers are a six-point favorite, and the totals 214. Dallas at Los Angeles.
1: Yeah, this one's interesting. Just as we're talking about this right now, it looks like Harrison Barnes is ruled out. Uh, he really, I don't think know that he's missed a game this season. So this is pretty significant. We don't have a large sample size of what happens when he's completely out of the game. Uh, we, I will be able to run some numbers and tell you what happens when he's, you know, to the usage when he's not just on the floor and the second unit's kind of out there. But we do have that news. The big piece of news here, Harrison Barnes out. Pretty big total for the Dallas Mavericks. Uh, there will definitely be guys that we're going to play. We're just going to have to give me a minute to give you exactly who we're going to get there but uh, one guy I will mention that's played well recently, Dwight Powell. Uh, he's been getting quite a few minutes. Uh, the price is starting to move a little, especially on FanDuel, uh, but I like him quite a bit. At, at 4800 I think he's a very fair price. I think that with Barnes out, it's only going to uh, really kind of secure his minutes, and I, I think he's someone we should be looking at in all formats.
0: All right, Dwight Powell, and right, you can hear the machine that is Mike McClure's mind working right now, crunching the numbers, trying to figure out we got somebody out. Who's gonna step up? We gotta run some numbers. This guy hasn't missed any games. What are we gonna do? That buy you enough time?
1: Um, it, it's yeah, you're working on it. We're really, really close. Okay. Uh,
0: well, I'm putting Dwight Powell in my lot. Thirty seven hundred on DraftKings. Forty eight hundred on Fanduel. So right now I have Holiday, Beal, uh, Miritich, Jokic, and Powell on DraftKings, and Holiday, Beal, Powell, and Anthony Davis on Fanduel. Subject to change. We're gonna see if this works. We've got uh see f- uh, three spots left on DraftKings. We can spend fifty-two hundred on each player, and we've got a lot more on FanDuel. One, two, three, four, five on FanDuel with fifty-five, sixty left per player. Um, also, I am wearing an orange shirt right now. Uh, actually, it's a hoodie because it's really freaking cold up here in New York. How's the weather out there in Kansas City? As I kill time for Mike McClure.
1: Uh very cold this morning but uh thankfully I am ready. Uh the guys that are going to get the biggest usage bumps here are really just going to be you know guys that we kind of already know about and that's Dirk Nowitzki, JJ Barea. Uh both guys looking at around 27% usage in the 500 or so minutes that they've played without Harrison Barnes. Uh both have been very efficient in that time around 1.15 fantasy points per minute. Uh which is, which is a very very good number assuming that we can get these guys to play close to 30 minutes. Uh, it's also going to be a bump to Yogi Farrell, a little bit to Devin Harris, a little Wesley Matthews. Um, it's going to be kind of a matchup game. It's, we're going to have to see, you know, how they, uh, how Dallas wants to end up matching up here with the LA Clippers. But right now I think that Dwight Powell is a guy that you can start to plug in lineups just because the rotation's thinner. And then we're going to, like I said, we're going to be looking at JJ Barea, Yogi Farrell, um, you know, at this at this point, it still really depends on what happens with the Indiana Pacers, because
0: yeah, Stevenson, yeah, yeah, Land Stevenson is going to be a big kind of like um, kind of like Isaiah Thomas on Friday when we were doing the show. His availability was going to really change your lineup. If if we can get Stevenson in, it would free up a lot of money, and yeah, you know, I think that's our next game actually. Why don't we just go to it now? Unless there's anything else you want to say about the Clippers and the Mavs? Uh, Nothing really to
1: say about the Clippers and the Mavs other than it's going to be a situation where you're probably going to be playing some Mavericks. Uh, Priority number one for me, Dwight Powell. Number two is J.J. Barea or Yogi Ferrell. Uh, Those are the two guys. You know, you... Devin Harris might be popular, especially if you're someone that like does spreadsheets and, you know, follows models and all of that. My issue with Devin Harris is the position. I, I'm not interested in taking the value at Shooting Guard because of Bradley Beal and Drew Holiday. Uh, but I, I've run my numbers here and everything looks good. It's those three guys. It's Dwight Powell, Yogi Farrell, JJ Barea. You're gonna need at least, probably at least two of them tonight.
0: Wow. Big time. Okay. So Washington's at Indiana and Pacers are one one and a half point favorites. Total's two twelve and a half, and a half, but the Pacers have some injury questions with Oladipo, Collison, Turner, Glenn Robinson the 3rd. So what can you tell us about uh, Washington and Indiana?
1: Uh so what I'm going to do is I'm going to make the assumption that at least one of the three of Victor Oladipo, Darren Collison and Miles Turner is out. Now, if Miles Turner is out, the biggest benefit would be Demonis Sabonis. The issue is I don't have room for him now that we know that Dwight Powell is a big play. So that one's the least significant. What we want to see is we want to see Victor Oladipo out because it gives a ton of usage and opportunity to Lance Stevenson. It makes the matchup significantly easier for Bradley Beal in this game, who is our must play. Uh, but I'm going to operate... As if either Depot or Darren Collison's out, so we're going to go ahead and probably lock in Lance Stevenson. Uh, you know, he's going to play his minutes either way, even if those guys play. But I, I can't envision a scenario in which all three of those guys suited up and play. So let's move forward as if one of those guys is out, and we get to play Lance Stevenson. I think that's the best way to move forward at this point in the day.
0: Okay, and Sabonis, like we could use him, uh, him, he and Powell, or him and Powell as our power forwards. Is that something yes, you wanted to. Yes, we definitely
1: could. There's just another power forward that we're going okay. to get to, especially on FanDuel, that that makes a little bit more sense.
0: Okay, so we'll put Stevenson in our lineups. Anything else, Mike? Um not really. I mean,
1: you know, point guard, you know, I talked about center being deep. Point guard is incredibly deep now that we have multiple Dallas Mavericks point guards to play. Yeah. Uh but you could look at Tomas Sadaransky in this game for the Washington Wizards. Uh, I think he's becomes a much better tournament play now that we have all these value plays available. He's been pretty good since John Wall was out. The minutes, you know, he's not playing 35 or 36 like Wall was. He's going to play probably 25, 27 as he still splits time with Tim Frazier. But I I think he's worth a look in a tournament. But now with all this value that just opened up on the show here, I, I don't think there's any way I can play him in cash games.
0: Okay, let's take a look at our last three games. Chicago at Sacramento. Kings are two and a half point favorites, and the total is two eleven and a half.
1: Yeah. So the guy that I was talking about at power forward comes in this game, and that's going to be Bobby Portis.
0: Um,
1: you know, he's not going to get the thirty five minutes that I want, but he he does. He's very efficient when he gets this kind of playing time. I like this matchup a lot. Uh, the Kings really kind of struggle against big men, especially when they run Zach Randolph out there, who's just simply too old at this point in his career. Uh, so I, I like Bobby Portis. I think he's the guy that you really want to key in on. And then if you're playing tournaments, Zach Levine, you know the price point is out of control in terms of cash games. But Zach Levine is a good option here for the Chicago Bulls. He's 7,400. Uh, the minutes limit is finally gone, I think, or at least up to the point where they're going to let him play 30-plus. Uh, so I think he's got a ton of upside in tournaments, but you're not going to play him in cash games. And Justin Holiday, Denzel Valentine, same thing. Uh, you're certainly playing Lance Stevenson over Denzel, uh, probably even without the injury news, knowing that all those guys are questionable.
0: Okay. Uh, by the way, I'm going to forget, so let me ask now, going back to the Dallas game with the injury news, who do you like better, J.J. Barea or Yogi Ferrell?
1: Uh, I think it's really genuinely a coin flip. Uh, they're both going to see big minutes. They're both going to see nice usage. Um, JJ Berea is probably safer. Uh, you know, Yogi's the guy that he, he, Yogi gets more playing time already. So he doesn't, you know, he's not going to benefit in the form of playing a ton of extra minutes. He might see some efficiency increase. Now Berea is the guy that's already very efficient. They just don't play him a ton of minutes because, you know, he just, his body doesn't handle it as well. He's just not really prepared for it. But I do think this is a spot where he might have to play a few additional minutes so I think Berea is probably the better play. He probably won't start, uh, which might mean his ownership might be a little lower. So if I had to choose, I'll take Berea, but I'm not going to change my lineup a ton to play Berea. So if, if all you can afford is Yogi Ferrell at, say, 41 on FanDuel, I think Yogi Ferrell is the guy that you pick. Um, but I, I like them both.
0: Do you like anyone in the final two games, Portland at Detroit and Orlando at Miami?
1: Uh, there are guys that you're gonna wanna look at for sure. Um, Portland and Detroit, as far as Portland goes, Damian Lillard's certainly a good tournament option. Uh, CJ McCollum's a good tournament option. McCollum's a nice pivot, uh, from Bradley Beale or Drew Holiday. There's 0% chance that you can play him in cash games over those two. But he does make an interesting pivot there. Especially if Evan Turner and Shabazz Napier were both ruled out. Uh, I think it's unlikely that they're both ruled out. I think one probably plays, one might sit. Uh, we'll, we'll need a little news there, but generally I'm not as excited now because of all the value that just kind of opened up. And then on the other side of the ball for Detroit, uh, you know, Andre Drummond, ton of upside if he can do the 2020 thing with Blake Griffin in town. I'm not going to be someone that's going to find out tonight. If you're playing a ton of tournament lineups, I don't mind it. Uh, Blake Griffin, he's our top projected scorer at the power forward position. Uh the issue with that is we seem to be more interested in paying up at center right. and shooting guard. Uh so that makes him a good tournament play. I'll probably have him in one tournament lineup but not somebody that you're looking to play in cash games.
0: All right, that's Blake Griffin and Orlando Miami. Nothing. Orlando
1: Miami is interesting uh Goran Dragić for the Miami Heat. Uh, I liked him better when Hassan Whiteside wasn't going to play. He is going to play but uh this is a good matchup for him. Orlando Magic Basically, ranked dead last in the NBA in defensive efficiency to the point guard position. Uh, it's a good pace of play for the Miami Heat. Uh, my issue is, is I prefer Ricky Rubio, and then you know, once again, all that value that just opened up with the Dallas Guards in JJ Barea, Yo-Yo Ferrell. That that really is going to eat into the uh, upside of Goran Dragic in this game. So I'll probably be avoiding it there. The only player that I'm really interested in for cash games right now is Mario Hazonia for the Orlando Magic. Uh, He's been very consistent with Aaron Gordon out. Uh, He's going to start at small forward. He's going to play, you know, probably 25 to 28 minutes. Um, You know, it's what I don't, I don't typically recommend you just opening game logs and looking at game logs, you know, because, you know, everything we do dives much, much deeper than that. Mm -hmm. But he's a guy, if you just open his game log and look, you get a pretty good idea of what to expect from him. When you look at the correlation between the number of minutes he plays and the number of fantasy points he scores, he's about as consistent as they come in terms of scoring a fantasy point a minute. And I think that he's one of the best cash game plays on the board. You know, he's not going to score you 60 fantasy points, but he's someone that you could probably pair with Lance Stevenson at at uh, as shooting guard here, especially if we get some injury news for Lance. Uh, so Mario Hozonya is the guy that I'll be using for Orlando tonight.
0: Okay. All right. So we're done with the games. I've got lineups. I don't love them. I don't love them. But I think okay. it, it might just be because there really aren't a lot of, you know, big-name guys today other than Anthony Davis. There, there are some, but there's no Harden. There's no Westbrook, right? So right. uh the Warriors aren't playing. <clears throat> so on FanDuel, I've got $1,700 left over, so we can definitely do some upgrading. And I, okay. at the moment, have both Berea and Yogi Ferrell in my lineup. So maybe we upgrade there. Uh, Berea and Farrell are my point guards. Beal and Holiday are my shooting guards. I know you like that. Lance yep. Stevenson is my small forward. I went ahead and put Otto Porter Jr. as my other small forward. Uh, cause okay. I had a lot of money to spend. Um, Bobby Portis and Dwight Powell at power forward and Anthony Davis at center.
1: Yeah. No, looks, uh, looks good there. So the only thing that I would maybe change would be, you know, for me, you could probably put in Mario Hazonia, who I was just talking about. And that still gives you eighty seven hundred. So now you're gonna be looking at at point guard. If we're gonna play, say, a tournament, one thing that I think will be a profitable strategy in tournaments tonight will be to fade the Dallas guard situation. Um I, I don't know that that's something that I'll be doing, you know, in my cash games. But in tournaments, if you wanted to do that, then you could play, say, Ricky Rubio and De'Aaron Fox, who Fox is a guy we didn't get to touch on a whole lot. But I, he's my favorite Sacramento Kings guy. But if we're not going to do that, um, you know, we're $100 short of Damian Lillard and J.J. Barea. So we'd still have to make some changes there.
0: Well, here's what I did. I, I kept Feral in. OK. I Which combo do you like better? Because originally I had Barea and Otto Porter, I changed that to Damian Lillard and Mario Hazania. Um, and I have six hundred dollars left.
1: Probably Damian Lillard and Mario Hazania at this point. Just knowing that for Lillard, we we've still got a lot of, you know, a lot of questions with those two guys being questionable with Evan Turner and Shabazz Napier. It's just going to make sure that he has to play more minutes. Uh huh. Uh, but it's just, you know, it's really going to come down to what happens with the injury news here and the way things shake out with uh, with uh Lance Stevenson and the Pacers. So if you wanted to, like, absolutely just kind of lock this lineup in right now, then the situation that you need, you know, what you need to do is you probably need to just avoid the Lance Stevenson situation and use Hazonia and Otto Porter. Oh,
0: okay. and if you're going
1: to use Hazonia and Otto Porter, th- then that kind of changes things a little bit. And then you'd want to lock in, you know, maybe J.J. Borea. And, you know, yeah, see, you still can't even really get yeah. to the point guards that you want there. Right,
0: right.
1: Wow. So, yeah, it's one of those situations where we really just gotta we, we really need that Indianapolis news or the Indiana Pacers news. Uh So at this point, I'm pretty good with where you're at with the uh, Damian Lillard lineup.
0: OK. All right. I'll submit um, just, it then.
1: Yeah, just for right now, I'd I lock that in and then just kind of wait, follow the injury news, head over to Sportsline and really see where I'm at at the end of the day.
0: DraftKings, I have Holiday, Beal, Stevenson, Miritich, Jokic, Berea, Powell, and Portis. Holiday, Beal, Stevenson, Miritich, Jokic, Berea, Powell, Portis. Okay. I it sound like you uh love
1: I don't it. mind that at all.
0: You don't mind it, but you don't you don't love it.
1: No, I, I, I like it. My issue Bobby Portis is a little expensive. On, on DraftKings at 6200, but I, I do think that he's in a pretty good spot here. Um, the question that I will have, so Berea at 46. Yogi's only 45, so we definitely prefer Berea over Yogi there. Um, again, it's just at this point in the day, can we do better than Lance is is really our question. Because we like Lance, but we don't know for a fact that Lance is going to be someone that we're going to play. Um, so maybe if if we, you know, again, if you're going to lock it in for right now. We try, probably try to get Mario Hazonia, but the issue there is you gotta put him at shooting guard.
0: Okay, also I could replace Bobby Portis with a bunch of guys with Nurkic, Richardson, Peyton, Gary Harris, Barton, Gallinari, Morris, Fox, and anyone below.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think Bobby Portis honestly is the best option there. It would be Gary Harris or Will Barton if we got news that Wilson Chandler was ruled out and Daryl Arthur will rule out, then it would be probably Will Barton that would be the best choice. Uh, but right now where you're at is really good. Uh, with Bobby Portis, I think that that's probably where you're going to end up being. The, uh, the only thing you could really do differently here would be to fade Bradley Beal and use a guy like Cazonia and try to upgrade and try and jam in Anthony Davis would be really, that's your next move at this point.
0: Okay. Uh, maybe we'll give that a shot. We're gonna do a draft in a second here on the draft app. But do you have an all tournament team for us, Mike McClure? Uh yeah. We'll
1: start at the uh, the point guard position. All tournament team uh, player number one going to be Kemba Walker at the point guard position. Uh, I just think everyone's going to gravitate towards Damian Lillard. I don't think anyone's going to play him. You know, we've already talked about all the value, especially in Dallas at the point guard position. So Kemba Walker, number one player in tournaments at the point guard position uh, moving on to shooting guards. For me, it's going to be Zach Levine, Uh big upside. Not, no one's going to play him at 7,400. He's just too expensive to justify in a cash game. Uh, so Zach Levine shooting guard, all tournament team. Okay. Small forward. Here's where it gets tough. You can't say Otto Porter because he's probably going to get a lot of ownership now that Harrison Barnes is out and he's the most expensive guy. Um, for me, I, I guess Lance Stevenson at this point because, you know, he's not going to be on everyone's radar yet until people are ruled out. Uh, he's still going to play a bunch of minutes even if those guys do play. So well, let's put Lance Stevenson on the all-tournament team for now. Okay. Power forward, the all-tournament team is going to be site-specific. On FanDuel, it's definitely Nikola Mirotic. At 7500 he's very expensive, way more expensive than his $5,800 price tag on DraftKings. Uh, you know, I've got him as near must play on DraftKings and a near, you know, tournament only on FanDuel at 7,500. Uh, so he's the guy on FanDuel. On DraftKings, I'll say Trey Lyles. Uh, I think that he's probably just gonna go overlooked. I, I don't, I don't think anyone's really gonna play Trey Lyles at this point. But I, I like him, so he's our power forward tournament play on
0: DraftKings. And center.
1: And center, here's where it gets tough. Uh Probably going to be Dwight Howard for me. Okay. Uh, no one's going to play Dwight Howard over Anthony Davis. On DraftKings, I think people are probably going to gravitate to Nikola Jokic at basically the same price in that game. Uh, but Dwight Howard is a guy that, you know, he's just very consistent right now, ripping off double-double after double-double. Um, you know, you look at his game log and – He's only failed to have a double-double once in the last, I think, like 18 games, and wow. he has one in each of his last 10, uh, or more. So that's, you know, he's been very consistent. I like him there. So give me Dwight Howard in tournaments.
0: Alright, let's get ready. Let's do it. Let's draft Mike McClure.
1: I'm gonna beat you today here yeah. too. This is, uh, i excited.
0: I heard that, I heard that on Friday. It didn't exactly happen. I've got the first pick! Oh, it's so nice to have the first pick tonight. It's gonna be Anthony Davis. You're on the clock, Mike, with two picks.
1: I know it. I, I really re- I wish you didn't have the first pick here because I love, love, love Anthony Davis tonight. Uh, so now my strategy here really changes because at the you know, on draft, you only have to pick one center. I don't I love a lot of those guys, but if you pick one of them, I'm not super like my world's not going to end. So I'm going to pick Bradley Beal because I want to make sure I get Beal at guard. Because if you pick center, knowing that you only have to pick one, once you pick one, I'm done. I don't. Ha- I can wait. I can save that for my last spot.
0: Right. And so. Anthony Davis is a forward. On right. This. Right. So two forwards, two guards, and a center. All right. So you so you got another pick coming here. New yep. Deal. My next
1: pick is probably at this point going to be Damian Lillard. I'm going guard heavy.
0: Okay. Yeah, I'm going to take Drew Hollidays. I know you like him. Mm-hmm. And then let's see, I guess I will also wait for center. It's a good idea. If there are like, how many, like how many great centers do you think there are tonight? On the draft? Well, I mean, app?
1: any of the, yeah, if you look at, at center on draft, I, I love the top three guys, but I also think DeAndre Jordan's playable. I think Rudy Gobert is playable. Some whiteside's still playable. Okay. Uh, center is loaded. So when you're doing your drafts today, if your opponent takes the center in the first couple picks, you know, welcome that, and just save your center pick for the end because you absolutely don't need to rush forward to a center.
0: Yeah, but if you're playing in a bigger contest, not just two people, then you still don't need to rush at center or point guard. With all yeah, I really,
1: I really don't think you need to rush at uh, at, at center tonight. No.
0: Okay, I took. Uh, let's catch up. So I took Anthony Davis. You took Beal and Lillard. I took Holiday and Blake Griffin, and you took Miritich. And you've got another pick here, and then I've got two more. Yep. So, so far, I've got
1: another pick here, and there, there is a pretty big drop off after you know everything that we've picked at forward there. Uh, for me, I'm probably going to end up picking Otto Porter here, just because it locks in a pretty high floor.
0: Okay. So I need a center and a guard, and my guard. Yeah. Let's just go with. The, oh. Do we do Lou? Who would you go with, Lou Williams or Oladipo?
1: Uh, Lou Williams, just because Oladipo is questionable at this point.
0: Right. Right. And you can swap them out. Uh, the draft app will notify you. All right, so yes. I took Lou Williams, and then here we go with the center. Uh, let's go with Jokic. I liked what Mike was saying about Jokic. So my squad is done. I've got Anthony Davis, Drew Holiday, Blake Griffin, Lou Williams, and Nikola Jokic, and I will be beating Mike's squad of Bradley Beal, Damian Lillard, Nikola Miritich, Otto Porter, and
1: either Andre Drummond or Dwight Howard it is literally a coin flip for me in the model I think that I'm going to roll with Andre Drummond here
0: okay and I am projected to win again by 18 points oh, you are. Uh, yes getting
1: Anthony Davis first was huge for you tonight yeah that's a big uh, that word. is that's definitely something that's going to help you there uh, the reason why I kind of went with Andre Drummond is since you took Blake Griffin. I'm hoping that Griffin might struggle a little. If he does, Drummond might pick up a little bit of the scoring load. So that's the only reason why I took Drummond over Dwight Howard. Um, and that's something that I recommend you guys do when you're filling out your drafts. You know, you can kind of, you know, you have to make these decisions quickly, obviously, but you can kind of watch your guy there. Um, and you know, I saw that you had Drew Holiday and Anthony Davis already. I went ahead and took Nikola Miritich thinking that either the Pelicans are going to really crush and do well. Or Anthony Davis gets into foul trouble. Drew Holiday struggles a little. Shh, don't say that. Nicole Miritich has to pick up the scoring <laughs> load. <laughs> okay. All
0: right. All right. I like it. So I look forward to being two and zero. And Heath should be back tomorrow, so we actually do. Th- we can do a three person draft when he is back. And thank you all for listening. Let's win some money tonight. We'll talk to you on Tuesday. See you later on the Sports Line DFS Podcast.